1: With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Here it is, here it is. Right now. Welcome. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. shut your, show your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sekanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be... What? This is Primetime with Isaac and Zouk on 1080 The Fan.
2: Hey, what it do?
0: Ahoy. What's up? Ah, you know. How's everybody's weekend?
3: <laughs> Doing
2: great. You know, I've been asked twice already. Uh, I've been in the building for maybe 15 minutes and I've been yeah. asked twice how the weekend was and I felt like Dennis Downer because I was just like, well, I mean,
3: well, I can't I lie. The, yeah. it, was I, it was great. Well, I was a little under the weather. The weather sucks. Well, and I, I wasn't feeling You're that under good. under the weather. Yeah, so I just kind of.
2: Yeah, so it's like, what do you do? Do you lie and say, "Oh my God, it was yeah. amazing. You wouldn't believe the weekend I had," or do you just say, Neh. "You know what, though? Like, I—I oh, I don't, you, Jamie. Oh, you... <laughs> he fixed it. What'd you do? Was was it unplugged? Did you, or I mean, did you uh, Johnny, his...
3: <laughs> what uh, what'd you do? Hey, keep going with the J names, yeah. and I think maybe you'll get one. Jeremy, yeah. Jimmy, not Jocko. Not helping you next. Time.
2: <laughs> that was awkward.
3: Well, screw you. <laughs> I'm going to start with a J-O on that one. <laughs> the Russian roulette of J names. Isaac is dead. Damn it. What's his name? That would be Joey. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> Crap. When you guys put me on the spot, could you not have at least glossed it over until we got out of the room? Well, he I I don't... there was no viewers... glossing over when well, he Well, looked... I was trying to make it look like a joke. <laughs> I forgot his name. I honestly thought you were joking with him. I was. I did too. As far as you know, but I wasn't really, and I was... (laughs) And then you're like, well, what's his name? Ah! I think at that point, God, the, yeah. the I know it's up. Joey.
3: <laughs> I mean, I just the look on his face. I kind of knew it was Joey. Was, was fantastic. Well, you knew it was a J.
2: I hate Ex- you, both. exactly.
3: You knew it was a J. And, I was and just, uh,
2: it's just having a moment. By the way, the weekend was terrible. <laughs> There's nothing good happened this weekend. The weather te- is this the worst weather of all time? It's pretty crappy. There's snow on the ground. Yeah. It's thirty
3: nine degrees yeah. and hailing. <laughs> At least we didn't get any more because the, 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 the threat or the rumor was that we were gonna get another round of it like on Saturday and it never really came, which was which was good. I will say though, my day got off to a banner start because I asked out this morning. Did you fall? Yeah, hard. Mm. Well, the roads the the roads are hundred like percent, they're fine. But some of the back roads. There's still spots of ice, sure. But the and I live on on all the the, the side streets, and then the sidewalks though are, are, live are on all of them. Are, well, all Amazing. of the roads around me are you know are the side streets. Right? I don't live on a, a main road, and the sidewalks are still very problematic. And I took the dogs this morning, and we're walking, and I'm trying to do like a floor's lava sort of thing where you're trying to step through the ice, mm-hmm. and the GD squirrel came running across. And the big guy goes right, and so then you kind of hunker in. You got to pull him back. And when I did that, I wasn't paying attention, and I stepped right on the sidewalk, the big thing of ice. He goes one way. I just mm. ass out hard. Mm. The squirrel's off. Now I've got two leashes around me. The, the At least the bulldog was sympathetic. Like He turned around like, hey, are you all right? The big guy is still trying to get the squirrel I'm trying not to let go of the leash, and, and I'm laying on the ground, and my, my I think I broke my tailbone. I'm laying there. Did you land on your phone? <laughs> no, I did not. The phone, at least, was in the, the, the hood front. of sweatshirt pocket. Good. So I had that going for That's me. That's a
2: smart move there.
3: And then, of course, you have to do that. Did anyone see that? Because I'm sure it was hilarious. I'm
2: sure some old lady was watching from her.
3: I would assume so. Stoop. Someone has a, a front yard, like with a ring camera, that sees no, my big y- ass Yeah, those Yeah,
2: those olds watch you when you don't. I mean- Come on. Yeah. We all know that if you walk your dog enough in the neighborhood, you'll never see a human. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you'll run into somebody down the road and everybody yeah. will know who you are sure. and what your dog is. That's because they're watching. They're you. watching.
3: Well, then someone got a great treat at about 8.15 this morning when I just went down. And then after that, then the dogs weren't happy about it, but we made a command decision. We walked in the middle of the road. There was no more sidewalks.
2: Yeah, because it's dry. Yeah, it was oh, dry. Mean, it's not dry, but it's not yeah. slick. And, then yeah, it was a, that too. and
3: it was a battle because they want to go be able to sniff everything and they want to deal with the grass. Well, they lost their grass privileges. Sorry, this walk was the middle of the road. And this is what we were dealing with because I was not falling again. It was not a graceful fall. Mm. It was not, uh, there was no ballerina. Mm. It just was, it was hard down. You
2: saved your phone.
3: I did save my phone. So when I,
2: I've walked Molly two poops 18 times since the snow fell and we've had to deal with what you're dealing with many times. And so I, I oh, it's, it is definitely on the side streets. And I uh, luckily did not fall, but I've certainly slipped multiple (sighs) times and almost fallen. Yeah. And uh one of the my takeaways was do not have your phone <laughs> in, in your butt pocket yeah. because if you fall, that thing's
3: gonna shat. Yeah, especially with my big butt. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a lot of force. Yeah, you're coming. cracking that thing. Yeah, I'm cracking it. Well and it's and then I felt bad because then I'm yelling at him and he he ain't doing anything wrong. Well, he, you're flustered. I was flustered. You're flustered
2: at
0: that and
3: point. he's so large that when he when he when he goes that way, it just naturally kinda he, 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 he takes you that way it's he's a very large animal and it's just it's it's not good and then of course he got the the you know he got a lot of shame and scorn for me and
2: well he doesn't even know why he though.
3: doesn't even know why but he just knows that the big guy behind him was upset the rest of the way and it was it was yeah. a thing
2: it's hard out there see the ice the snow like give me anything other than it can be beautiful yes. in a snapshot yeah. give me any redeeming quality of it no the ice At sucks all. it's anything. terrible no Any of it, it just sucks. All of it sucks. It made the weekend suck. Unless you're like going. Sorry to to sound like Dennis Downer, but it just sucked.
3: Well, maybe if you're going to go up and get uh, some fresh pow pow or something, if you're going to go shred. No, I did. Okay, maybe there's that.
2: You want a note on that regard? My neighbors went up and they said it was super shreddy, bro. Well,
3: there you go. It was cherry pow. Yeah, cherry pow. They were like,
2: man, it was great. Yeah. So.
3: You that's know, good. Dutch and Lex were up there, just killing it, and then they met Archer and Malcolm, and uh, they had a great time up on the mountain.
2: But it's always like really crowded. I would imagine, if yeah. you know, in this kind of weather, yeah. But uh, well, and that's
3: my thing is I've tried to go up. Like I've tried to get into mountain sports, and the problem is, is that on days where you can go up, weekends or days where it's nice, the line starts at the base of the mountain, and then you you know it's it's a crawl up there, and unless you're up there at the butt crack of dawn, you don't even get to park in the lot. Well, you have your to
2: schedule you could you could go you could get away on a a weekday morning, yeah. for several hours that's a long it's yeah, a lot it's a it's a lot, but you could do it it's a lot
3: so it's it it prevents me Look from having mountain fun,
2: well, I'm sorry you fell, yeah. Sorry for your butt.
3: Not gonna lie, it's a little.
2: <laughs> it's not. It's a little tender. Look, that's not easy. To, no. There's no graceful way to do it. No, You're just lucky the, you didn't like break a wrist. Yeah, or something. The
3: was no. uh, it the coccyx back there? That's not a. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening back there, but it's it's very uh, it's very. Well, it's
2: tender. called a bone, Jason.
3: <laughs> it's, and
2: uh, it's not good. It kind of hurts when you hit it right
3: there. It does. It's a very of all the places that you can get hit. I'm saying that's like, I think that's top three the, the or four. The shin is bad. Shin's bad.
0: The shin is. I think really the bad thing about the tailbone though is then you can't avoid yes you know putting pressure on it. The shin as long as you don't kick something else again you should be able to avoid like reaggravating it for the most part but the tailbone you got to sit down at some point like you can't yeah. just stand up
3: all day. If you notice I'm kind of I'm 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 leaning <laughs> I'm leaning Your left. Your right butt cheek yeah, it's, is a little bruised. We're elevated. We're we're up to the left and I'm going to make a bold statement right now. I would rather get kicked right in the goodies than wow. than have a hard fall. On my tailbone,
2: because the kick because of the it's just temporary. It's
3: temporary, yeah. right? Like I'm gonna hurt it hurts like hell, but yeah. But within within a couple minutes, I'm gonna be fine.
2: Yeah,
3: I'm telling you theoretically that as the day has gone on, the uh the the butt, the cheek, and the bone, it's gotten worse. Well, you better
2: the, not fall again.
3: No. Well, I'll tell you be right careful now. Careful out no, there. There's no more walking. That's gonna get dumped you off. You can on ride me. the dog. Oh,
2: there you go. He's big enough.
3: <laughs> well, my brother sent me an article this morning. Um, there was a family out in it was somewhere in China that they thought they got a Tibetan Mastiff. Oh no. I don't know if you've ever seen a Tibetan Mastiff. They're the most terrifying thing known to man. They look like lion dogs. They are just freaky. Okay. And there's there's video of the, there's video of these things like barking, and they're just they're the stuff of nightmare fuel. Hmm. And it's like one of the largest dog breeds. And so this family out in China thought they bought a Tibetan Mastiff. And they raised it for I don't know like a year and a half and it turned out it was some form of rare Asian black bear. And it weighed like two hundred and fifty pounds. And they were they, they took it to the vet and were like, um, our dog's growing, like we don't think this and they're like, Yeah, you have a bear. So someone was raising a um, legitimate black can bear. Can I just say,
0: accidental
2: house bear? I like
0: it.
3: Yeah.
2: Can I just say they're idiots?
0: I kind of thought I mean, the same on. thing
2: too. I mean, Look, you, we only read the story that oh, we finally figured out how many signs along the way there's a lot were there that they ignored that that's a bear and not a dog. Come on, you're an idiot.
3: A lot. I mean a lot. Yeah. But so my my brother sent that to me a this lot. morning and said, "Are you sure, cuz? Uh, you know, cuz he he looks like a he looks like a bear. He's a very large dog, but you would never actually confuse a dog for a bear but this family for two years raised a dog and it turned out it was a freaking bear and then i guess they're like an endangered species it's this rare bear and so like they they came and took it to some animal sanctuary and you know they're, they're saying that they're lucky that the bear didn't like rip someone's face off because well it's a freaking bear
2: do you think they should go to jail I think if the, they didn't know, like, truly didn't know it was a bear and the bear ripped someone's face off.
3: Yes. Aren't they accountable? They should be. Yeah. But, it, but remember, there is an entire show like on TLC, which, again, the learning channel. Not sure what you learn. There is an entire series called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant.
2: Yeah, that always baffles me.
3: That is a real, there yeah. is enough of those people out there that you have an entire show based around I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant until. The head popped out.
2: Is anything different there? I mean, can I call them idiots too? Like that? I You're think, an idiot.
3: Well, yes, but this is my point. Like the level of of uh, idiocracy, to to use the the movie phrase. Like, we, we don't even fathom.
2: No, we can't. Like, you, based on stories like this, yes. Yes, this is the level of idiocracy that yes we're dealing with. Like it's blast, like it's unbelievable to us. Yeah,
3: you say anytime you say there's no way that's possible. No one's that dumb. Realize, <laughs> yes it dumb. is, yeah. and yes they are.
0: I yeah. worked with someone whose wife was one of those people, not on the show. Oh my god! But like she didn't know she was I, pregnant. We were. I was working with him. I was. Produ- he was a an on air talent, and I was working with him what? at like he was supposed to do a news hit at like eleven o'clock, and at eight o'clock he gets like a call from his wife. She's like. So I was wasn't feeling right. I'm in the hospital and I'm pregnant. I'm having a baby, and he's like, oh my "What?" God. No, and he le- way. I, sw- I swear to you, it happened. Can we get him on? No, I don't think so. So
3: she didn't. He, know you know what? He still be
0: respectful. Me, he still owes me fifty bucks from a bet that mm. uh, you'll never, ne- I never you'll never, you'll
3: never get it. No, because here's the thing. Not only is his wife a grade a moron, so idiots are bet welchers, too. Hundred hmm. percent. Yeah, that idiot's never gonna never gonna pay you. Uh, not only is his wife a first class moron. He is like, he may not be first class, but he's like second lieutenant, private moron. Because. <laughs> yeah, how does he not know? He didn't I mean? know either. Together, their brain power together couldn't figure out. Well, he just thought his wife was gaining weight. He just thought when he was like laying on top of her that that weird moving in there, he like she just had the like an alien. The only
0: defense is that she was a larger individual. It doesn't yeah, matter. That's But I, I, I agree. I agree. That's but, usually the. But it's not like, you wait know. Wait a minute.
2: How could you possibly be? Are there stories that someone is like. Let's say skinny or thin, and doesn't know they're pregnant. Like I would imagine that anybody who doesn't know they're pregnant, a part of the problem, if not a lot of the problem, is that they were overweight. Right?
3: I I, look. I don't know how much I've watched that show. Um, You don't know, huh? I mean, you just you see it in passing, and you click on it, and you're like, "There's no way," and then you immediately turn it off because I can't handle it. It fries my brain. But (laughs) I would. You're you're right. There has to be a, a weight. factor. I would imagine that's the key component. Yeah, I would think so. The belly you know. But even then I again I I, I can't possibly fathom it Mm. and yet it happens enough to where Jerry (sighs) Springer and you know Maury Povich are involved and now the learning tailor Taylor made for Jerry Springer and Maury Povich. 100% well there was a news story and again I, I doubted its credibility but I looked it up and it was it was a real thing. There is Someone sent it to me. It was a real news story about a lady who didn't believe she was the, it was a Maury Povitz sort of thing. She wanted a paternity test because she didn't believe she was the mother of the child. And you think to yourself, well, that's impossible. This is made up. And she claims, no, she doesn't remember giving birth. She claims she doesn't remember being pregnant and she says the baby doesn't look like her. And so she says that she thinks that she's being snookered Hmm. and that she's being forced to raise this child that isn't hers and she's demanding a paternity test. And when she went to the doctor, the doctor was like, well, no, we don't do that on the mother because you're the mother. And she is swearing up and down that she did not give birth to this child. Well,
2: how do they know she's the mother?
3: Well, they delivered the baby. (laughs) Oh. The doctor... Delivered saw
2: it come out of there.
3: Yes. And, and the doctor and for sure it was her. Yes. And she did not believe the doctor who delivered her baby, and she was demanding a test, and the doctor was flummoxed by the whole thing and was like, Are you putting me on? Huh. And she is claiming that she has no recollection. So of this is ever... just
2: a ploy to get to not she hasn't. Or is to... that a PTSD issue where you've blocked it uh, out yeah, maybe. or something? There's, that's but another... she doesn't want to take care of the baby, right? So she's like, That's not my <laughs> stop. Pull the Trump.
3: Yeah. Hey, don't We happen.
2: all saw it. No, didn't, didn't happen. Fake news. Yeah, dude.
3: It's a, The world's a hell of a place out there. That's ah, all I know. It really know. is. It's a hell of a place. It
2: really is. All right, well, uh, we have sports guests today, but I'm not going to tell you who it is.
3: It's super secret sports It's It's uh,
2: probably the biggest guest we've had on since Bono of U2. Yeah, it's a big deal.
3: Seriously? And I'm not kidding. No, he's going to dismantle that boom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a you.
2: Yeah, that was a bit. It wasn't really Bono. No, it was not. It was a bit. Indeed, it was not
3: Bono. I couldn't believe it. I really thought I was talking to Bono, and you know.
2: But we do have a guest today. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but that's going to be at 5:30. Uh, it will be a, a different segment, but a uh, very big name is coming on our show today. Uh, in the meantime, we must
3: uh, crown Damian Lillard. He dropped a right tackle on you. He dropped a right tackle. 71. <laughs> that's a right tackle. <laughs> he did. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's dropped a left guard or two before. He'll give you a 55, maybe a 61, but a tackle? That's a whole other ballgame. So we will get to that and other sports musings coming up on The Fan.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
1: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: All right, here's our poll question today. This is on Twitter, at 1080 Fan. Uh, That's where you vote. It's brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Today we are asking you, uh, if you didn't see it, Damian Lillard. You know him, Blazer Guard?
3: Yes, he's quite good at the game of sports ball
2: your favorite blazer from what i understand he
3: is my favorite portland trail blazer of all time
2: well last night he had a career high 71 points yeah and in honor of that here is today's poll question which player is most adored by blazers fans is it damian lillard jerome kersey bill walton or brandon roy
3: vote the only thing we ask vote hard. Yeah, and it's funny that you really the only debate on who's the best blazer of all time would be Clyde. And I don't think Clyde is even in the top five or six or most beloved Blazers. He's just not. He's Well he didn't make the list. He didn't make the list and it's This is
2: not best. This no, is most adored. No,
3: and Clyde is number two on the best Blazer of all time. But I think it's Lillard. I really do. I mean you get into like Kersey and Porter and and, and of course the championship guys we're talking about Mo you know Lucas and you're talking about Bill Walton, and those are beloved people. Bill is pretty special, and Kersey was like the best ambassador you could have for a city. You know, rest in peace. He was such a good dude. But this is why I say, and and Roy was. I think Roy was was Damian Lillard with with the bad knees. Roy, I remember when he was here. I remember saying to myself, you couldn't ask for a better star in your city. All NBA guy could do everything. Great in the community, no problems off the the court. Engaged with fans, he just got it. I mean, he was a natural leader, and then his career was cut short. And you know, you get sometimes you get one of those those guys a generation. And we were lucky enough just a few years later after that, and that whole debacle of the Odin and the Roy and everything fell apart. You got Damian Lillard, and I think he has he, he certainly has is everything that Roy was off the court, and he certainly has surpassed everything that he's done on. So I think with Lillard. Dude, that's that's generational stuff. I mean, that is is franchise-defining stuff. So I think he is the best, and I think he is the most beloved Blazer. I mean, if you're a fan, what don't you like about him? What is about him that you're going to pick him apart?
2: Well, the only way you could—well, you can't really pick him apart. I I don't know how you could do that. I would say that in terms of the poll question, I think that— it's just the meaning of what they represent yeah. that would that would hold him back. In other words, I mean, I hate to say it this way, but it's sort of a lost ten or eleven seasons of sure. nothing but him. Yeah. Uh, whereas Bill Walton won a title and
3: Kersey and and, and and
2: Bill Walton is one of the biggest sports personalities. Yep. there is, and he's so lovable. Um, <laughs> and of course, the, the hippie thing, and yeah. you know, so there's there's that. But then Kersey. Kersey sort of represents you mentioned a lot of guys that could be on here but it's Jerome Kersey that made it. Yeah. Uh, not Clyde, not Lucas, not Porter, um Duckworth. You yeah. know, there are so many guys. I I feel Buck. like Buck. I feel yeah, Buck Williams. I feel like Kersey sort of represented the height of real Blazers basketball. Like when yeah. it really mattered and yeah. they were really good and no, yeah. they didn't win a title, but but the, it was it was that was like yeah. The good old days. Well,
3: right? and someone says here, a rough question depends on when you watch the Blazers, and yeah. he says because I can't watch sure. this generation's NBA, and I, I, sure. I get that. Well,
2: that and that's why it's yeah. a vote of multiple yeah. people because yeah. everyone comes from a different place. And then Brandon Roy is interesting because he ushered the Blazers out of the darkest era in yeah. in their history, and yeah. it's not even close. Like um, Jail Blazers, I mean, it's hard to describe how bad it was here yeah. because of of those guys, and not that they didn't win some there and almost won a title during that time. Roy was he he exemplified flipping the script on that yeah. for the franchise. So if you say how could you not vote for Damian Lillard, well that's why. It's it's what the other guys mean. Sure. And Damian Lillard may just be more adored because, you know, for the 8 million things you could list, but nothing's really happened for yeah. 10 or 11 years. Yeah. I mean,
3: I mean, I mean like yeah, nothing yeah the conference finals the, that's that's yeah. about it but they and did. he's given you a ton of individual stuff someone said you yeah. know he's the he's like a an NBA Dan Marino where yeah. his his singular greatness on the court cannot be denied he continues to elevate his game continue to make his mark all what he made the all uh 75 anniversary team rider was at the top 100 of all time what was that he made just a top little bit, 100 top 100 I, I mean of all time I mean he's
2: definitely great you
3: know and so that's that's a hall of famer and it's it's not even in question and so on the court he'll own every blazer record when yeah, he this he
2: number 63 number
3: 63 yeah. i mean you are no one here is even even close i mean Clyde was a better player while he was here for a short period of time but you know <laughs> lillard is 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 writing that history now and it just keeps going he's playing at this ridiculous level but you're right there is a difference between you know, greatness on the floor versus, you know, kind of being well, beloved. But he just to me, he gives me he gives me everything I could want as a fan. And not like I'm a diehard Blazer fan or anything, but I try to root for the local team, you know, when you can and you know when they're likable guys. And I just have yet to really see him stepping it. I I just have respect for him on and off the court. And if I am a diehard Blazer fan, I couldn't ask for a better generational star. Even to the point in today's NBA where I don't know how anyone else in this era would have done what, what he has done, which is just stay put. Did you read the interview, or I guess it wasn't the interview he was on with uh, uh, on the podcast with, with Chris Haynes, where he, he talked about his phone call with Kevin Garnett? No. So this was, I think, last week where he was on there, if I'm not mistaken, in a week, 10 days ago, something like that. And he was on there and, and he revealed uh, a couple seasons ago when he was in that you know, kind of the first time we've ever kind of maybe heard some rumblings that he was asking the organization, hey, there, do something or else, right? And he said he got a phone call from Kevin Garnett. And Garnett was basically saying, I'm paraphrasing, but you're in the same situation I was. I loved Minnesota, right? I did everything I could, and Garnett was all world, right? There was a time Garnett was probably considered the best player in the NBA. Truly special, but went nowhere in Minnesota. And Garnett said, I got to the point where I just couldn't do it anymore. And he said, when I got to Boston and I got teamed up with Ray and I got teamed up with Paul, he goes, it was such a a, a, a difference maker for me. He said, my only regret is I didn't do it sooner. Mm. And was basically telling Lillard, you've done it. You've you've, you've done, given everything to that city for a decade. It's time to, to go. And the longer you wait, the more you're going to regret it. And it was like, oh, geez, you got Kevin Garnett telling you telling a guy that it's interesting and advice it's interesting advice and <clears throat> and at the end of it Lillard basically said um no no shade towards anyone he goes basically alluded to the fact where he took that advice and said everyone's different and I appreciate that but I'm not doing that that was what was right for you I appreciate the advice but I'm not doing that even with that even with someone giving our, Kevin Garnett saying I was you And I'm telling you, I should have done it sooner. Even after all that, he said, no, I'm living and dying here. And I just think, I I just don't think there's another one of those in the NBA, not at this level, not over the last 15 or 20 years. And that's, to me, if I'm a Blazer fan, it just doesn't get any better than that.
2: Okay, vote at 1080thefan. the fan. is Twitter. Which player is most adored by Blazers fans? Jerome Kersey, Bill Walton, Damian Lillard, or Brandon Roy? We'll keep you posted on the uh, results. We'll come back and talk about... Lillard's night, including uh, audio. You want to hear him talk? You want to hear him talk about it? Let's go. And I I hate to do this. I really do. Do I really do. Do you?
3: Yes. This pains me. Are you going to discount it because it was the Rockets?
2: (laughs) Well, that is a factor, but no.
3: (laughs) It's like when you no hit, you know, like the the
2: A's. I actually have a different viewpoint on that. Because it's the Rockets is why you should do what he did. Oh. Right? It's like- Mm -hmm. You know, and he didn't set out to do it, but it just, he said after the game, he's like, it kind of, I got into a flow where it's yeah. like, ooh, yeah and they suck. And so, <laughs> and we're blowing them out, and yeah, let's go. nobody's going to watch this because yeah. the game was awful. Yeah. So let's, uh, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I'll just go for it yeah, tonight. Let's go. That's good because. What else? You know, what else is that game providing anyone?
3: Yeah, nothing. It's the Rockets.
2: <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> that's how I would view that.
3: And he did it in the most efficient way humanly possible. He didn't didn't play all game.
2: What was I going to tell you? Oh, I hate to do this. Okay. I really do. But I have audio of Stephen A. Smith. (laughs) However. To play about Damian Lillard. That is painful. I'm sorry. All right. So that's coming up. Here's Buck with SportsCenter.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.
2: Hey, breaking news! Uh, Suit got a new phone, guys. I did. It's become a bit on the show because you're a you're a Samsung guy for some reason.
3: I'm an Android guy.
2: Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I it's Samsung. Same thing.
3: I tried going back to an iPhone, and you did. Yeah, I tried. What do you mean? So I tried switching over to an iPhone, and it wouldn't port over any of my information from the from my Android to Apple. Really? Yeah. So I tried. Three, I went into two different stores, and I tried three different times, and I spent about two and a half hours trying to get it done, and after that point, it just broke my will, and I was like, I don't care anymore. Just give me the new Samsung, and they transferred huh. over in like 20 minutes. Okay. So I did make the attempt. So you're still green bubble. I'm still green bubble. I made the attempt at the iPhone 13, and I made the attempt at the iPhone 14. I think that's Apple telling you uh, they don't, they want, don't want you. They don't want me. They don't want you back. I did make you the app. attempt. Yes. All right, well, he did say that sometimes it's problematic runs. trying to go from one to the other, and let me tell you, it is. Wow. And they kept doing like, oh, we can try this, we can try that. Well, I'll tell you what, after two hours, you don't care anymore. I'm like, no, I'm fine. Just, just give
2: I'll, me a damn just phone. Give me
3: a phone and let me let me leave. And then of course then you got like my kids and everyone else telling me that this is a much better phone and this and that People and all say the fee- that. and
2: I I don't care. You tried to go back. Well, you do care because you tried to go back to the Apple.
3: Yes, because everyone was upset at me for having the green bubble. So I was well, like, since fine.
2: Then are you so easily influenced by everyone? Who cares what everyone thinks?
3: I don't. Which is why I was like, fine. If this makes you happy and you'll shut up about it, fine. I'll go to an iPhone. But apparently, uh, Apple basically Apple doesn't want me. I Good. tried. That's right. And they were like, we no, they don't. Yes, don't want you. No collectively they were like,
0: get out of here. Ooh, it's an us versus them thing now, huh? That's Apparently. Right. okay, Gotta be that way now. That's the way it is. Hey, we live in a world where we must draw right. lines at all costs. That's right.
3: I do kind of like that when I don't have one and people, like Apple people, they're so prissy about it. It's like, what? You don't have an i? No, huh? I've had them before. and I liked them. And guess what? I've had these Androids and they're fine too. It makes no difference to me. I could care less.
2: Subject of the uh, poll question here... Um which player is more adored by fans of the Zers? Uh right now Damian Lillard is dominating the voting. He should. Dominate.
3: But of course you seventy one percent. We got a lot of people that are texting in saying, you know, Blazer fans have Stockholm syndrome with Lillard. Trade him now, he's going nowhere. You know. It's
2: well a, you can believe that too. I mean it's two things. That's separate things, right?
3: Yeah, I guess I, I mean d-
2: it could be the end of the, the run. Yeah. Uh, which is fair, but that doesn't mean anything about how you much you adore Damian Lillard.
3: I am surprised a little bit of of how many fans we hear from, because you're not a fan. By the it, way,
2: Kersey is second at 18%.
3: I love me some Jerome Kersey. Bill
2: Walton, only 3%. Really?
3: I wonder yeah. if that's a generational thing, too. Well,
2: a lot of this is, you know, these yeah,
3: they, it's recency. Yeah, the youngs. The kids, but you're like you're they not even know who Bill Walton is. Like you're not a you're not a Blazer fan, and and you care less about them. Yeah, and you've been on the dude, just you know <clears throat> well, trade yeah. trade Lillard. If you want to, if you want to be good, yeah. it's that's the, probably the best way to get there. It's the easiest path. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, and I am surprised for as beloved as he is, I am surprised to hear a lot of people, and I'm not saying it's the overwhelming, but there is more than a <clears throat> a small section of Blazer fan. Diehard Blazer fan that <laughs> takes the approach of of like you where you're like, dude, I love him, but the best way to move forward is to deal him. And if I was a Blazer fan, I would be on the other side saying I would rather keep my guy who's been loyal to, to, the, to, to the franchise and to the city and do my best to build. Even if I may have a better chance forward without him, I would like to hold on to my guy if he wants to be here and, and try to put pieces around him. So 71
2: points. Uh, he is now third most uh, all-time in terms of points and a half because he had 41 at the break. Yeah. And that's when I got wind of it and had to tune in. Yeah. Seriously. Like, for- that's – I didn't see any of the first half. Yeah. I'm just like, what? wait, I check Twitter, and it's like Lillard has
3: 41? Well, to be fair, let me just say this for it's the like record. crap. Anytime Portland is playing Houston, that's not must-see TV. I mean – no, I had no plans on flipping over to that. But
2: uh, Lillard got me there, and then I flipped away because yeah. at the start of the third quarter, it was lame again. Yes. And he's passing, and it's yeah. like, what is yeah. this?
3: Yeah. At this point, go for 90 or don't,
2: don't bother. So I check back in for the fourth quarter. I'm like, oh, here we go Yeah, because the game's out of hand. Yeah. Well, sort of. And well, at this point, he's going to go for it. Yeah,
3: just got. Remember when? Remember a couple years ago they were playing Golden State, and he had one of those games. They were up by like twenty, and Lillard's yeah. still out there, jacking threes. And you're like, because I was at that and game. Curry I think we was both being were. A little bitch about it. Yeah, and like everyone was whining. And I was like, what else is like wasn't this that game? A playoff game? No, it wasn't a playoff wasn't. game. No, because and they they came back, and Golden State made a point the next time they played because now they're pissed off, and uh, that was a meaningless game. Golden State had given up, and I love the fact that Lillard was still out there jacking threes, and that was against for the Rockets. Well, look. Like, this team has not had a lot to, has not given us a lot to cheer for this year, so go for 70. Well, I feel like
2: the NBA is really the only sport that you can do this. I mean, you tell me about hockey. I don't want really watch hockey. No, you'd get your teeth kicked in. But you can't do this in football, and you can't do this in baseball. Nah. And it is the idea that you can just say, you know what? Forget the game. I'm just going to put on a show. Yeah. You can't really do that in other sports, can yeah. you?
3: It's it's pretty it's, it's uniquely it's pretty unique. basketball. Yeah.
2: And in the NBA, guys do do this. I mean, it you know, no. we all know that LeBron has I mean all the stars have done this from time to time. And uh quite frankly, while I would love to piss all over it and say, "Well, big freaking deal. It's the Rockets. They suck. I could have scored at least 30 against <laughs> that defense." Uh, I do love that he he actually did it. When, and he he kind of, he did, I mean, they, they all flipped a switch and like, okay, it's Lillard, let's yeah. see how many he can Feed get, him, right. feed him. And that happened midway through the third, maybe. Yeah. And uh, that, at that point, you want to tune in. So it's good. It's like, uh, why else would I tune into Blazers <laughs> Rockets? At least there's something compelling to, to look at here. And so for that reason, uh, that's great. I'm sure there are people that are, you know, tearing it down because, well, there seems to be now some narrative, and Lamar Heard sort of, played into this at the end of the game too and Lillard said it the other day we played the clip on the show where somehow we've gotten a narrative out there now where Lillard doesn't get enough credit that that's kind of become a thing that's where we're at really? well I mean do you remember that just last week we played a clip of Lillard saying oh, yeah. they're never going to give me the credit I deserve and then yeah. Lamar heard at the end of the game last night I don't know if you saw but Uh, He or heard it him, him. he said, All the talk shows uh, probably won't be talking about this tomorrow because Lillard gets it. I did. Like that whole narrative is fascinating to me uh, because he really, I mean, he plays in Portland, which
3: is, yeah, and they
2: don't do anything. Part of the problem. And they've never, they haven't done anything with him. No,
3: but at the same time, he's been all NBA, what, six times? He's an all star every year. He was But Don't you
2: think he gets credit? Yes,
3: that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Like the the idea that that we as a society an MBA group don't talk about Damian Lillard. Yeah, I th- I think that's weird. I, I don't know where weird. that came from. Like, well, I it, do
2: feel like for a t- for a guy who plays in Portland and hasn't really done much team wise over yeah. a ten year great ten year career or eleven year career, whatever it is. Yeah, I do feel like he gets a ton of. I feel like he is a a. Big swing and you-know-what in, yes. in NBA circles. Yes. Like, guys, players love him. They love him. He's, like you said, a perennial all-star. He's uh, He's got all kinds of endorsement deals. He's the face of Adidas basketball. I just, so I don't know where that, maybe Lillard started that or...
3: I think what it, what it well, I mean... Why he, we say that? He right? wasn't a highly recruited guy. Weber State. And I, I'd say the first six years, five, six years of his career, sure, I get it. But you can't... <laughs> you can't do that now... 10 years into this when you are, you're the best. Steph Curry came out this year and said he's the best point guard in the NBA. Arguably the second or third greatest point guard of all time with four championships and two MVPs was like, no, Lillard right now is the best guard in the NBA. It's hard to play the no one gives me my my credit uh, game, but I would also like to point out that LeBron James does it and the Georgia Bulldogs Said no one believed in them either. The Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. no one believed in us. So I guess if they can play the card, Lillard can play well, the card it, too. It is
2: often a thing with athletes, and I get that. And Lillard has been sort of chip on shoulder guy all the years. You know, yes. Weber stayed. He over, he he plays it. Yes, and, and I and I get that, and um, I think that's great, and it's a good part of his story. Uh, at the same time, I don't think the media really buys into that as much. Um, when because we see how ridiculous sometimes that it is when guys do this. Yes. But we also understand that they're doing it because they're high-level athletes yeah. and they have to motivate themselves any way they know how. True. Like Michael Jordan was at the top of the game. Yeah, he was constantly. But somehow constantly <laughs> disrespected. My
3: favorite one is that he was he was playing in the NBA Finals against Portland, and what drove him is someone had the nerve to say that Clyde and Michael were on the same kind of plane. It was the two best players in the NBA, and that they they possibly could cancel each other out. And Jordan was so enraged by that. and I took that personally. Like we come up with a thousand slides. So if this is what Lillard needs, then someone kind of pointed this out on the on the text program, I'm all for it. This season's going nowhere, and it's going nowhere in a hurry. I want nothing more than the rest of the year than to keep playing the no-one-believes-in-me card and then have Lillard just green-light it every time he's out there. I want Lillard to try to average 45 for the rest of the, the year. Screw team 45. ball. Just go out and start jacking threes. What about 50? Well, let's go for that. Look, I'm with it uh, because you're right. There's no well, reason is, to
2: watch him otherwise. No, exactly. So if they just let Damien go scorched earth every night Just up, go. And you I know what, that. why don't
0: you rest him two out of every three and then let him go for 70 every game? There you go.
2: Game?
3: Yeah, no more back-to-backs, right? But
0: just let him put on a show every time he goes well, out like,
3: there. like, he, hey, I dropped 71, and my shoulder's a little sore from uh, dropping 13 threes. We're going to sit <laughs> this next one out, and then the next game, you know what? Well, I'm shooting for 76. You know what is
2: funny, though, about that is that, you know, you'll see nights where guys are just on fire, and, you, and you'll and you go, oh, he could have scored 100, Yeah. Dude, Damian Lillard could not have scored 72. <laughs> he was so tired. Yeah. At, like, even against Houston, yeah. you wonder how hard it is to get to 71 in the NBA. Look at how gas that dude was at the end of the game. Yeah. Like, it's incredible yeah. just to think. You know, it look, he makes it look so easy, yeah. but it's just not. No. And that dude, was, that dude. Was, I mean, they could have used that against Sacramento, but he yeah. had to rest because
3: he was sitting on a plane for well, nine he hours. He had but, to get ready for this one. Look. You, you rested Sacramento so that you can run to 71. But,
2: hey, look, it was a great night, and the fans loved it. And that's the thing. You go back to this this performative nature of the NBA sometimes. Uh, guys fall into this trap. Uh, I don't love it because, you know, I as a fan, I just want to win, yeah. right? But in this instance, you were winning the game anyway. Um, and so when guys in the NBA, you know who does this a lot, actually, and I think sometimes to the detriment of his team is Luka Doncic. Sure, He gets into this mode of I'm just going to put on a show. I don't think it's great in terms of you know as uh, just in my opinion as a fan, but I think a lot of fans really eat it up and love it, and it's an element of the NBA that that you can't like I said get in other sports. And it happened last night, and it made for uh, a memorable night for anyone who was there, and otherwise would be a very unmemorable (laughs) night. Yes, you know.
3: And look at the end of the year when we look back. There's not going to be a lot to point to other than
2: seventy-one, baby. some
3: Shaden Sharp freak dunks, right? And Lillard having these sorts of scorched earth sort of nights. And then, of course, my main highlight, Drew Eubanks.
2: Yeah, what'd he do?
3: Uh, hello, him and Lillard combined for 80 points. Combined for 80. <laughs> You're an idiot. Did they? Am I wrong? How many
0: other combos have combined for 80 That's this what year? I want to know. Yeah. too many. Yeah.
3: How many, how many guys have combined uh, for 80 points? My man Drew did it. So Lillard had 41, third
2: most in a half in NBA history. He's now sixth all-time with 15 50-point games. Yeah. Uh, sixth all-time. By the way, Wilt Chamberlain. Hundred and eighteen. Yeah, it's... so he's got a little ways to go. <laughs>
3: Whenever you look at the top like fifty scoring games in the NBA, look, there's a lot of Wilt on there.
2: And he's now third all time with five sixty point games. Wilt only had thirty two of those. Oh, Wilt. But it's Wilt, Kobe, and uh, Lillard. <laughs> so, and he got drug tested after the game. So I have audio,
3: blood test too, right?
2: Yeah, they get they yeah, yeah. they it, drew it, his blood. They even do the
3: P test. You got to test for the HGH and, and whatnot.
2: I, I can only hope he said. You want some of this tiger blood?
3: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Running through the veins. I don't, I don't think you want tiger blood anymore because, you know. Oh, is that bad? Well, Charlie's run into some some problems. Charlie who? Well, Charlie Sheen Charlie coined Sheen. the whole tiger blood Oh, I thing, thought you were right?
2: talking about Charlie Woods, like Tiger Woods. No, no, kid. no. Because no, no, no. he's doing great.
3: Char- Charlie Sheen had the tiger blood and then, the, you know, he, yeah. caught, he caught some stuff. Yeah.
2: All right, uh, so audio is next. You will hear from Stephen A., whether you like it or not, and uh, Lillard on being drug-tested after dropping 71. It is 350 on the fan. All right, we're talking about Damian Lillard's uh, career-high 71 last night.
3: Speak for yourself. We were talking about retractable roofs. Yeah,
2: we were, actually, during the break. <laughs> we do a sports show during the break. Hot dome talk, Buckley. Buckley was bringing the heat. He's pissed. Buckley said that— Oh, the... I wouldn't say that. Oh, he's mad. Oh, yeah, he's fired. It he's just covering it foolish. up. The Bills have a new stadium coming out. Yeah. Or, like, the renderings are out. Yeah. And there's no roof.
3: Yeah, He's not happy
2: about it.
0: Open air. I'm not unhappy about it. I just think it seems like for he's a place pissed. that gets such horrible weather, you would want the option of covering you it have,
3: up. You ever been to Buffalo?
0: I have. No, I've not.
3: Yeah. I have. Uh, imagine what would happen if you walked into the Bills mafia, Ryan Buckley, you West Coast snowflake liberal from San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, the irony of the snowflake here. I would like you to wander to the good folks, uh, at Bills Mafia, and tell them that on their brand new shiny stadium, that it's going to be under a cowardly, environmentally controlled temperature dome, and see what Bills Mafia does to you. I don't think you're making out of that about place. Bills Mafia. I never Minnesota said did it.
0: And I never said it should be under a dome. I just think I think it should be open with the option to close. Why does Why doesn't every stadium being built from this point forward have that option? Because I, I agree. Because
3: I, I think it it adds to a gargantuan price tag that mm. the stadium's already a two billion dollars. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. So what's two point five? Yeah, th-
3: theirs is supposed to be one point
0: four billion, I believe. Oh, the the Bills one. So that's cheap. I don't know. How, an extra, how much extra? Mil- how many extra million to make a retractable <laughs> roof on there? Probably half a half a bill don't
2: you think
3: a lot of wings or no
2: maybe
0: i'll I'll bet you a
3: hundred million i'll bet you adding a retractable roof of that size is probably quite expensive this is funny because like a place like buffalo i really think that the fans would revolt but in chicago there which is also a very you know tough midwest cold weather you know type of place uh it is my understanding that chicago is fully uh going down the road of of we're gonna put a dome because it makes sense that's why what you couldn't do it in green green bay wouldn't stand for it either you telling me you're well, going to Minnesota do, did it. Minnesota did do it, but it, it, it ain't flying in Lambo, and I bet you it sure as hell ain't flying in in Buffalo. I
0: there. think it'd be cool if you kept it closed all day, and then like an hour before kick, you opened it, and all the fans went nuts because you're bringing the weather in or whatever. You know, <laughs> you make a ceremonial <laughs> you, thing. You about tell it. the
3: other team that it's going to be seventy-one, well, and then as the, the the dome just opens, you're like ha ha. Surprise, bitches! Psych! Well, the other thing, too, is didn't they just have a snow
2: game and they got their ass kicked in the playoffs? They yeah, did, they, did they, they don't snow. play very well in the snow. <laughs> so maybe you should have a roof. And didn't they almost get one of their games moved because of the snow this year? Yeah, that there was a big snow right before. I think they ended up clearing the field, and it worked out. But... but there were, like, contingencies to play somewhere else, I believe. How about this? Just move the Bills. Whoa,
0: whoa, oh, you wanna, whoa! You want to make Bills Mafia man? <laughs>
3: Whoa! I'll state for the record: if you put a if you live in a cold weather place and you put a dome on, you're a freaking coward.
2: bunch of Minnesota fans. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're a bunch
3: of candy asses. Not happy with you right well, now. Well, I'm sorry. And by the way, that's a phenomenal stadium. That U.S. Bank Stadium, the new one. Yeah, it's. It, well, that's the other thing is I a lot think of people say it's like one of the best stadiums in the country, but I still think that it's well, a cowardly move. I think okay. now,
2: especially if you're hosting Super Bowls, I think they're because yeah. when you build a new stadium, you're hosting a Super Bowl. You have a they team. want their fans to have a. <clears throat> enjoyable experience. They yes. don't want you sitting out shivering in the cold. Now, Buffalo, you're right, there's a little different mindset there, but at the same time, I think that's why they ended up They won't
3: get, and I will say that if you don't put one on in Buffalo, you're not getting a Super Bowl. They're not putting, Oh, I, right, of course. They're not putting a Super yeah. Bowl in, in February in Buffalo without a dome on that of thing. Course. It's not happening. And I am now seeing through
0: uh, some quick research that adding a retractable roof typically only adds 25 to $50 million to a project. That's oh, is it?
3: that all? on well, an when NFL- you're doing
0: $1.4 billion, On
3: an NFL stadium, that's it?
0: It says a, a structural engineer has had several pro sports venue uh, stadiums told uh, the Associated Press a retractable roof typically adds twenty five to fifty million to a dome stadium project. This was in twenty fifteen.
2: Oh yeah, they played in Detroit this year. Remember they had a game moved. Remember that? Didn't they play? Yeah, in Detroit? I thought so. Yeah.
3: Was that because
4: of the uh, the weather?
2: It, I don't know. It's, 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 That's what the texters some... are saying. By the way, I was I would like to state for the record, I was trying to talk about your hometown team. Oh. And Ooh, you guys, Buck hey, was... I only derail us during the breaks. That's I had,
0: not true. I had well, to call
3: Buck out for being a panty waist from San Francisco that can't handle a little cold weather. Sure, a little bougie snowflake. Yeah. All
2: right, well, do you have a stock watch for us? Yes, I
3: do.
0: It's mostly Damian Lillard based.
3: Well, there you
2: go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> did you get the sense that he did not have a
3: stock watch? That was a little, was a little he weird. He was like, "I can, yeah, I do." Well,
0: I hit the wrong button to talk to you guys first, so that threw me off. So you do have a stock watch. So we do doing have that. a stock watch. Yes. Okay. Largely
3: Damian Lillard based. <clears throat> Entirely okay. Damian
2: Lillard
0: based. Oh, really?
3: Look at that. See, there you go. You wanted your Blazer talk. A you of got Lillard your, talk. Lot of hot Lillard. Yeah. Well,
2: I've got more audio, and it pertains to Lillard. I want my Stephen A. Smith. I've got it. However, he's going to scream at you. Let's yell.
3: Yeah, i have got that. All right. Well, I need to start yelling more. I think you should. That's wrong with the show? Just start randomly yelling.
2: There's a lot wrong with the show. (laughs) Let's add that to the list. Let's add
3: it to the list. Not enough yelling. Him and Mad when him and like uh, Mad Dog Russo. I'm like, what are you? Why are you two grown men shouting?
2: Passionate, (laughs) passionate, big sports guys. All right, uh, four o'clock on the fan.
3: You could spend the weekend
1: doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new
4: Hyundai Santa Fe.